I like how you didn't say, let's get the show on the road. You (laughs) said, let's get the show over with. Because I don't want to do it. My name is Julian. I can't tell you my last name. I wish I could. But I can't even tell you what town I live in or what state. We have to disguise our identities, we animorphs. It's not about being shy. It's about staying alive. If the Yerks ever learn who we are, we'll be done for. If they don't kill us outright, they'll make us controllers. They'll first force a Yerk slug into our brains, where it will take control of us, making us slaves. Tools of the Yerk invasion of Earth. And I really didn't like the idea, don't like the idea of being under the control of an alien. I don't like the idea of being dead, either. On the other hand, there are some things I do like about being an Animorph. Some very cool things. Take the other night. It was late. I should have been in bed. Instead, I was in the barn, getting ready to turn into a squirrel. Jason, Jason is encouraging our guest to read the entire book. So he have to talk about it. I told him I was going to cut him off, and I lied. I was, yeah, horrible trick. I'm a horrible person. As usual, I'm not prepared. I'm Jason Wayne Christian, your host of Phantomorphs and Animorphs podcast, brought to you by Hunter M. Altman and Chelsea Christian, uh, my friend and my wife that I might be adding X to on both of those. <laughs> And then there's some guest here uh, named Julian Stern from the comedy group Slumberfest. Comedian, rapper, word with friend. That's the, I, I typed that wrong. I'm, I'm typing everything. Hunter has to know that it, I read it as it's typed. Yeah. Slumberfest, comedian, rapper, word with friend. That's it. Julian that, Stern. That's who I am. That sums me up. All right. Well, that was actually pretty quick. Oh, wait, no, we're supposed to plug stuff. <laughs> oh, no, no, this is just... Jason Welcomes introduces us to the show and plugs. Uh, when's this going to air? Uh, this is going to air on June 21st. Yeah, July 7th is the final Dusty Roads all-character improv Rumble Royale. We're going to have some great guests, including Joe Starr and Sam Brown. Uh, come check that out at the UCB Inner Sanctum, uh, July 7th at 7 p.m. Uh, Hunter, you got anything to plug? Oh, I just want to plug uh, how good you are doing plugs when you didn't let me plug until the end of the show last night. Last time. That's because I don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, do you got anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I've Your got Jet a... Jaguar show will be over. Oh, wait, yeah. she's doing a character showcase. Yeah, on That's June right. the 20th. Which That's is also right. going to be over. Yeah. And I'm doing my show on June the 20th, which I plugged last time. Yeah. So go back in time. Uh-huh. Don't kill Hitler. Go watch through a Sario rip. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, that's uh, what, how they go back and meet the dinosaurs. Of course they go back in time in this stupid <laughs> fucking franchise. Well, there they, we hit, we hit our explicit mark. multiple times. We hit our explicit mark. I've already dropped a fucking bomb, so... Uh, so Julian Stern, you want to plug anything? Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm in a sketch duo called Slumberfest... Uh, I have a, a podcast are called you, Word with Friends. Are you a comedian? I am a comedian. <laughs> are you a rapper? I am a rapper. Now, does that mean that you uh, have a lyrical flow over dope beats, or that you are very good at Christmas presents? Uh, the former. Okay. But it's all available at julianmstern.com, uh, as are so many gifts. See, uh, I'm actually going to show you right now, on my YouTube, Watch It Again is your fucking video. Yes! Oh, thank you. I'm, and that the the uh, album art created by my wonderful girlfriend, Kristen Layton. Oh. Hi, Kristen. Uh, hi, Kristen. Uh, can, can, can we One of play? our seven listeners this episode. <laughs> Actually, uh, we looked at the numbers. We have, like, slightly more yeah, than we could have dreamed like double of. digits, man. That's We're getting true. up yeah. there. Wow, so, like, 12. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, let's beep this out. Um, oh. uh, we're averaging like 30, 35. 
Which That's is, a huge number for, right? for a podcast about fucking animorphs. That I'm actively trying to yeah. sabotage every time. Like, like, and back to the shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so but, uh, I think let, let, let's let's play this rap, which I'm. Look. I might have had too many shots of this whiskey Cause I've been missing on this little miss I used to be kissing Now I'm pissing off a balcony Blame it on the alchemy I've been turning bourbon to swerving Like this is alchemy I'm falcony What do you mean you haven't heard that word? I'm saying falcony, you know Like I'm gonna turn to a bird With the power that the Andalites gave me I could be a cow even I could be a baby, maybe Oh, I never mentioned I'm an anamorph Protecting Earth in an interplanetary war Taking the form of different creatures from around the world That doesn't matter cause I'm trying to tell you about a girl Alright, so uh, that was a sample of Julian's work And <laughs> hopefully he has other work that you can all listen to and enjoy Because while I respect his flow, I hate his lyrical content I do, uh, all of that's available, like I said, at julianmstern.com I'm just going to keep so plugging st- a website Stop. <laughs> so stop listening to this webcast, go to julianmstern.com <laughs> I don't care, stop listening to this, it's bad it, It's not producing anything worth note Except for you to go check out Julian's other stuff, and that's a better use of your time. Now, uh, for I, all those who stayed with us, I feel like the first time I heard that was at Not Too Shabby, which you did perform it live. I did perform it live yes. at Not Too Shabby, yes. which was like, oh wow, someone else in this community has heard of uh, Animorphs, and then I saw, yeah, th- you know, this actually came out because she wrote a sketch about the Animorphs. So it bombed, know, by it. the way. Oh, it, <laughs> it, it, there was, it like, didn't. That's silence. just her defense mechanism for any <laughs> no, sketch. Well, I was there. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, the old, if, if, it, if it killed, we wouldn't be here right now, but mm-hmm. she could hear me, the only person mm-hmm. laughing at every, like, right moment. Yeah. Like, I was fair Hunter, Even in a, a, a packed theater, <laughs> people can hear you laugh. I know when Hunter laughs. <laughs> well, it's, it's Hunter and Andrew Strout. Yeah. Uh, Hi, Andrew. You're not listening. You don't know about this podcast. Um, well, tell him you name-dropped him and he will. I don't yeah. care. It's the best way to get people to listen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, so for our next podcast, I'm just going to be reading the phone book. <laughs> uh, reading the phone book, then texting their numbers. Which, by the way, uh, the phone book, a more interesting, better-written narrative yeah. than Animorphs. <laughs> The, so, no- the nostalgia corner. What does the guest love? Well, actually, uh, I, wanted... I transitioned a different direction than what you wanted me to. <laughs> well, the, the, uh, the, all this kind of plays into that as well because Julian and I we were talking because I I saw the I saw the song being performed live. I uh-huh. loved it. I loved you know I've I've watched probably you know, thirty of your fucking views on me. So Thank you. You're, you're welcome. I'm getting you. You lose YouTube. I'm ecstatic bucks. to know that I have more than thirty views. <laughs> <laughs> thirty five. <laughs> um, no, but um. We were talking about how, because my 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 uh, way in on the animorphs is that the animorphs are a horror war series, and they're horror war horror like horror. That's called warrior. Horror. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a Wario series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> Nintendo themed, but like it's a scary series, what? and it really like taps into uh, scary shit that children are facing, but also like invasion of the body snatchers type mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Paranoia. Um, and you were telling me you loved the Animorphs, but you actually never finished the series. Yes. So I... Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Kudos. I like this guest more. So when did you... Uh, Suck it, Eileen when... O'Connell. When did you give up on the series? Well, I, I have to say that I... I Even anytime Animorphs is mentioned, I can still remember seeing... The day you quit. The, I, I can't remember the day I quit, but I remember the day I found the Animorphs because I was walking down my elementary school hall... And I can still picture 
the Scholastic Book Fair poster oh. of the Jake into the Lizard, and I was like, what is that? And I'm going to jump in. Please tell me you were a student at this time, and you were just walking down your elementary school hall four weeks ago. Just, I mean, very new, very new Animorphs fan. No, yes, I was. A, I think I. When did the first one come out? Ninety six. Hey, no. Ninety six. Okay, so I, then I was in because this one was August ninety six. I was like third or fourth grade, probably, um, and I, uh, yeah, I remember just reading them and loving them, and then. Around middle school, I developed a not severe but notable uh, obsessive compulsive disorder and had to, like, was going to a therapist and was like, it was just like obsessive fears. One of which was that (gasps) the Yerks were going to get me. And so I slept. So uh, this this book genuinely ruined your childhood. (laughs) It did ruin my childhood. (laughs) And that's why this is a horrible book (laughs) and a terrible podcast. Despite being so scared, and I've told Hunter, I slept with my bottom ear folded down Mm. well into, like, college because of just out of habit. Please explain to me what a bottom ear is. Uh, (laughs) I have a left ear and a right ear. (laughs) To my knowledge, I don't have a bottom ear, unless that's a really strange way of saying anus. (laughs) Yes, I always slept with my anus flat closed. (laughs) Um, Which, no. by the way, wouldn't that be a better way to poop if you just had, like, a screw that you'd, like, open it, drop... Hunter, not every podcast needs to talk about how to poop. <laughs> That's so much more inconvenient. No, because, like, I mean, you take you a screw... Right, no, no, we're keeping this going. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm invoking what little control I have over the show. <laughs> I'm sort of torn about this poop. Uh, uh, we don't know how the mechanics of the anus. So, um, the nostalgia okay. corner. <laughs> so, I, yeah, so I was worried... I, when I was, like, lying on my right ear, I would... I would I would fold that over because I was like, oh, if a yerk like got into my, like crawled up on my face, which we all know that's not how it works. Nope. Some guys come in First with off, a thermos. We don't, we don't all know. <laughs> or in the TV show, a cell phone. Yeah. Oh, they had a whole oh I forgot about that. Here's another horrible Animorphs memory for me. The whole my TV friend show? Joe had cable. I did not. And I remember on the night the Animorphs show premiered. Watch a lot of Darkwing Duck. Uh... Not, oh, I would say more. We're, yeah, we're in the world Arthur. is Carmen San Diego. We're in the world is Carmen Some Wishbone. We're in the world is Carmen San Diego. The game show, though, not the anime. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The Do you game show was so much better. Yeah. Where in time is Carmen San Diego? Yes, yeah. yes, that was. You know, the where in the world is Carmen San Diego is the reason I was a two-time uh, elementary geography B champion. No, congratulations! That's the best thing you've ever done with yourself. <laughs> if compared to this podcast, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I forgot to ask Joe if I could come over earlier, and then I had like so much anxiety about calling him right before that I didn't do it, and then I was so upset with myself for not missing it because this was I didn't know when I would be able to see it again, mm-hmm. and so I just started bawling, and I remember my mom being like, "We can call Joe and see if you can come over," and I was like, "It's too late. Aww. We can was, call the Animorphs and see yeah. if they'll play it again." Joe lived. Five houses from me. <laughs> it was very easy for this all to be solved. I was very worried that story was going to go a lot darker. Um, well, where could it have gone? Let's let's well, go dark. Uh, three feet from the ground. No. Uh, so no, no, no. Speaking of which, the nostalgia corner. What does our guest love? What yeah. you, What you like from when you were a kid besides Animorphs? You know, what good stuff did you like? Uh, Rush Hour Two is my favorite movie. Yes, oh. I have a poster in my room. You know, he's not going to be in Rush Hour Three. <laughs> yep, <laughs> one of the greatest should have been in the actual movie. Yeah, um, I mean, essentially that like Jackie Chan movie. I mean, I love Jackie Chan. 
I loved James Bond. Now, do you like American Jackie Chan, or did you like the stuff that they brought over and overdubbed that he insisted on doing his own English for? I, I liked the like American Jackie Drunken Chan Master for sure. I, I, watched, I definitely watched Drunken Master. My favorite... Uh, Gorgeous? Like Chinese, uh, no. See, a lot of people don't watch Gorgeous because it wasn't a comedy. It yeah. was just pure action. Mm-hmm. I, I will watch it, because he's great at everything. Want to do a Jackie Chan podcast with me? Absolutely. I'm always down for some Jackie Chan. Okay, like something good came out of this. Wheels on Meals. Did you like... Uh, I, or, I'm sorry. I, me- well, Wheels on Meals. I also I made meals, yeah. her watch uh, My Lucky Stars with... Uh, Sam Hung? Yeah, Sam yes. uh, That was an amazing movie. Oh, yeah. The best scene. <laughs> restaurant scene. Where the guy was trying to order, but he didn't speak the language. He wanted a sausage or something. So, so they, kept, they kept making penis jokes? Points to his wiener, and the waiter's like, oh, I get it. And, and then instead he of bringing him a sausage, he brought him like a little... Some little, like, tiny, like a... It's funny. So, yeah, we love Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, and also, I will say, this, we brought up Sam Hung, obviously, so... <laughs> The greatest block of television of all time was Friday Night CBS. Oh, no. Yes. Started early edition. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Chandler gets that tomorrow's newspaper great. today. Oh, and then man. we go straight into, uh, I think, the greatest uh, interracial buddy cop comedy, <laughs> Martial Law, starring Sam Hung in Arsenio Hall, and then followed up by, do you know? I used to have to watch it at my grandmother's house so much, so I blocked it from my memory. What but afterwards was... I don't know. What was it? Walker, Texas Ranger. That's where the Rangers gonna be. Oh! You could just watch I wanted to say shows. Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, which is close. Yes, <laughs> Walker and Dr. Quinn were paired up, yeah. I think, before uh, Marshall Law came oh. out. So you're talking like different SNCC lineups. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, that was actually a fairly good segment. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part of the show. What was happening in the world in August 1996? Ooh, this one was uh, that when the Olympics blew up? Uh, no, no, no. Although I actually, when was the bombing was in Atlanta? The Olympics. Uh, that was July. But it was 1996. Yes. Hey, I know something. Nice. Um, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> All right. So Wait, did we talk about that last podcast? We totally didn't. I think we, we talked about like did these books yeah, all come out weeks apart? Month. Uh, one, one month. Once a month. Oh my god. Yeah. So, so, so wait, you should have like 12 pages. <laughs> so it would be. Uh, I think it was 10 they books. They could come out every one day. One megamorphs and one chronicles every year. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I. I would. I'm floored. And they were 3.99 each at first. Mm-hmm. Then they were bumped up to 4.99. Uh-huh. Yep. And Inflation. That, yeah, it was fucked. Okay, yeah. so here's some things that the happened. The price is more. Right. Oh, yeah, things, what else happened? Things that happened. Um, so, the the book series, the beloved book series, A Game of Thrones, <laughs> which I've never read nor seen a full episode. Oh, I'm sorry for laughing so much, but I read ahead in this format, and I laughed at something that's coming, so <laughs> keep listening to this segment, because something crazy's happening after it. Alright. Uh, so, uh, Game of Thrones was first released. So Animorphs beat Game of Thrones to and market. Absolutely. Let's, let's point yeah, that out. Let's, let's, let's clarify, that's the only way Animorphs is beat Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, uh, the, uh, the Hold classic. on, real quick. Uh, for all of our listeners, all uh, thirty Don't of you. Spoil Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. Hodor died. Deal with it. If you if you watch if you listen to this shit before watching an episode that's been out <laughs> since we recorded it, you deserve to have that spoiled. No, um, that's what you stopped it for? Just to spoil Yeah, he, he yeah. just wanted to stop to... <laughs> okay. Because well, maybe that'll knock down our subscribers. Okay. <laughs> I want this to fail. Yes. <laughs> I, w- I will say this. Also, 
and this was on August August 13th. This is in 1996. Something that was worse than the Animorphs happened. Unless it's like the Oklahoma City bombing, no. <laughs> what is it? Oh, gross! <laughs> Internet Explorer 3.0 is released. <laughs> so to be fair... I would give up Firefox and Chrome and use Internet Explorer on, Windows, on, on Windows 8. <laughs> if it meant Animorphs was never published. But you don't have to, because on the 21st, Netfit Netscape 3.0 was released. Hey! Netflix Netscape? Netflix, Netflix, then it became Flickster, then it became... <laughs> oh, man, has anybody Jake ever Jabor, done... speaking of name dropping, Jake Jabor gave a really interesting talk at uh, UCB Inner Sanctum show We Geniuses about uh, what is called Infinite Jest. Is that something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hipster David book. Foster Wallace. Yeah, and it, uh, he, he was even like, yeah, it's a stupid, pretentious book, but it's also really cool. Uh-huh. Uh, and, like, yeah, they predicted Netflix, which is pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. to the point of almost paraphrasing exact quotes that the Netflix executives later gave in wow. interviews, and they did that, like, eight years before. So if you want to read a good book, go read Infinite Jest, not Animorphs. <laughs> Infinite Jest, a book longer than the entire yeah. Animorphs series. <laughs> And there's footnotes and shit, too. Oh, yeah. He said if you get the E version, you can click on the footnotes. That would make it so much easier. I'm getting the E version. Maybe I'll finish it this time. All right. What else happened in August? Oh, I I did rule of threes. There were three. What was the third one? The Netscape. Oh, so we Game of Thrones. two browsers things. That's not really true. <laughs> all right, so Hunter, all about Hunter phoned that one in. So previously on Animorphs, what happened in book three, Chelsea Quick segment? Well, book number three, The Encounter. Tobias is still a bird. What else? They found an invisible Yurk ship. What else? They were going to try to make it decloak to reveal the Yurk invasion to everybody. People hunted on a beach, right? Oh, yeah. There were rednecks shooting at them and bird morph on a beach. but um, That's the story. Yeah. So, the uh, wait, oh, and there's a cat. Now, that was book two, uh, you book fool. Two. Okay, so here's Thanks, Hunter's uh, favorite segment, and I love saying this so much. Drum roll. <laughs> the book led Jason thing... Oh, I messed it oh, up. Oh, you fucked it up. Next segment. The book. That, yes, okay, Shows cool. <laughs> skipping that segment. Which is no. the bulk of the show. Uh, the book led Jason themes and things to pull. Which then Hunter now has learned to clarify means <laughs> Jason leads a thorough discussion of the book going chronologically through a narrative provided by Chelsea and Hunter as they hit discussion points and find themes and things to pull. Then we give it a grade and say how well does it hold up. Uh, someone hold my paper because I don't want to deal with it. But this time, um, I wanted to see if we could, maybe we'll wait to the end. Because you're musical, and that has such a dumb name, can we try and make a theme song? Why not? Yeah! 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 Yeah. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the title of it is The Book... Oh, you have it in front The book of you. led yeah. Jason thing, themes and things to pull. Uh-huh. And if you that was Hunter like it, we'll trying to give shorthand for what I was going to do, expecting, <laughs> expecting me to read it in a way that explained the concept. And I read it verbatim <laughs> because I hate Hunter in this show. I actually listened to about half of Eileen's episode and accidentally took over my. Which is more than anyone <laughs> should listen to. And let me also state. Our guest listened to half an episode. <laughs> I'm a busy guy! Well, and all of you are busy people, so do better things with your time. Um, 
But yeah, I accidentally took over my roommates. We both have the same Bluetooth speaker. And so oh, I started no. the podcast and I walked out and he was listening to some album and I was like, oh, they're doing something where like, their fans are talking over. And I was like, wait, that sounds a lot like Eileen O'Connell's voice. And I didn't know she was on. So yeah, there was a strange mystery for her. Oh, Eileen's that's great. Yeah. Shout out to her so she'll listen to this. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what we're going to do is if we uh, successfully put together a musical thing at the end of this. Through the magic of editing, it mm-hmm. will play now. Jason leads a thorough discussion of the book going chronologically through a narrative provided by Chelsea and Hunter as they hit discussion points and find themes and things to pull. This is the book led Jason themes and things to pull. All right, so it looks like we weren't able to get one. Uh, that being said, uh, Animorphs for the message. The book opens with Cassie in the barn about to morph into a squirrel. I have uh, written... This is why, in her exact words... I wrote a synopsis because... of the book for Jason to read, and he's reading it now for the first time. Yeah, once again, the most important part of the show, I don't prepare. Can I? Uh, go, 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 go. What? Have you ever read an Animorphs book? I've read phrases out of context. What, what was your... Like, like what, when did your hate start? The second that I processed Animorphs means morphing into animals. Was that recently or uh, growing up? Uh, it was apathy growing up. It was hatred when I realized how much my wife loves something I think is stupid. Uh-huh. Okay. And originally it was just, yeah, like, oh, that's dumb. I don't care. And then the level of devotion that she shows to it brought forth a raging hater inside of me. Hey, they just celebrated their four-year yeah. wedding anniversary I mean, yesterday. It yeah, it works. It works. Spent most of it in separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the book opens with Cassie in the barn about to morph a squirrel. I'm guessing you mean into, or she like pointing at a squirrel and making a change like no, alchemy. They, they, they use the phrase "I'm going to morph a squirrel." Okay, Gravity. that's just really bad writing. <laughs> that's is like lang- English her second language. Case no. Okay. no. <laughs> well, I believe it. It's I believe this is a French. It's short shit. Uh, stop! My need, my phone keeps locking up because it doesn't want me to do this either. Uh, this is why, in her exact words, because someone or something had been sneaking in and gigging at the birds. We lost a patient the night before a duck. R. Wait, R. hold on. <laughs> hold on. So wait. Um, her parents are vets. I thought Rachel's parents were vets. No, no Rachel's dad is a like a TV weatherman, and her mom is a high-powered lawyer. So Cassie's parents are the zoo vet people yeah, who yeah. have unlimited access to all animals? Yeah, it's yes. great. So they have unlimited access to all animals, <laughs> and they lost a fucking duck. Yeah. You couldn't make this more god interesting... <laughs> And had it be like, oh, no, they killed an exotic ostrich or a peacock. Even if we have to keep the aviation theme of birds. <laughs> well, Why the trying, hell would you fuck a trying duck? To keep, they're it's, trying to keep this series about teenagers morphing into animals. We're trying to keep it grounded. Yeah, they're trying to keep it realistic. I, can I tell you something, Jason? No. We're going to keep moving. Completely inconsequential. <laughs> to the yep. rest of so the it could have been anything interesting to make you care or read. I like ducks. Funny. No, it well yes, duck is a funny word because and it has the cuss sound. It's it's mm-hmm. a linguistically funny word, but that doesn't lean your towards 
an interesting, compelling sci-fi horror read like you're supposed to, <laughs> that leads to a poorly written, shiggy piece of stuff that's unintentionally funny, like Plan 9 from Outer Space, which is what I see this garbage as. I think they, I think the duck shows that Cassie cares about all animals, it's even true. The, the small and normal it's true. ones. Then why not make it something adorable? And that the that's not adorable about a duck. You're that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, come on, don't tell me. Don't tell me you had never seen a picture of a duck that you thought was adorable. <laughs> I just wanted to acknowledge now Jason then, is laughing then, for the first time in all five <laughs> Then I counter with this, Mr. Stern. I'm going to fight you on I this. I'm not going to let you just take this. I think, I think there's a middle ground. I think there's a middle ground that still shows that she's wrong, but you're a competent fan. Duckling. <laughs> sure. There. Could, you, yeah. you see the yeah. immediate reaction that was elicited? Of, yeah. oh, with duck, you're like, turducken. You just think of other stupid things. And people eat duck, and it's weird. And duck tastes terrible. It's so greasy. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you there. Duckling, a duckling getting killed is sadder than a duck, though. Yeah. I, I think it was actually a, a well-calculated decision. Also, I kind of hate anyone who refers to the animal as the patient, which I guess if you're vets, that's probably what you do. But that's frustrating. I don't like... I love my dogs. I love animals. I don't like humanizing animals. I'm glad Hunter's choosing to eat during the podcast. Hunter this... just busted out a box of raisin eggs. Hell yeah! <laughs> Which, by the way, a what more, a more did you stop at on the way? <laughs> a more difficult to speak while eating food. You'd be hard to find. Listen, I need something as chewy and pungent as possible. I, let's take something difficult to eat and then cover it in something else that makes it more difficult. <laughs> All right, so uh, Tobias, the guy who's trapped, is... Oh, wait, I skipped something. She discovers it's a fox, but the fox attacks her because she's a squirrel, and this is a terrible idea. Wait, is the... Who is... Is the fox attacking a terrible idea, or was her picking her, to be a squirrel a terrible idea? She deliberately morphed into bait to attract whatever predator it was, which yeah. I understand... Why Wait, is this a criticism what? that the author provided or that you yourself are making? Provided. The author provides. So the author was like, I don't have a character. My character dumb. Yeah. Cassie is a very flawed character. This That's why I love her so much. I want to acknowledge that in the first book you were like, oh man, they're 12-year-old kids. How can they fight aliens and shit? Now you're like, oh man, they're acting like 12-year-old kids. How are they acting like 12-year-old kids? Honestly, right before you started to talk, I was like, this stupid... Oh, wait, it's a kid. Yeah. Good, they're stupid kids. Uh-huh. Now the only way to make this book better... Kill them. Uh, Make almost. them all die and then follow new interesting characters I care about. We, we have the, the closest thing to a death yeah. scene in like the first 20 books. Closest thing book. to a death scene is too far. <laughs> you were going to say something, I was Julian. Say, you said at one point, uh, is the fox attacking a bad idea? And I thought for a second that you were uh, suggesting that the fox had gained meta-awareness that they were in this narrative and attacking this bad idea. No, in this world, I have no doubt that the fox is capable of going, ah, this didn't go as planned. I'm going to have to reconsider. And then they become a Mormon. Uh, it's a Mormon fox. Uh, Tobias, the guy trapped as a hawk, flies in and helps scare the fox. It's also implied he's been eating some of the rats and stuff in the barn. Uh, who cares? Cassie is almost done morphing a human when her dad wakes up to see what's going on. He no. Yeah. He yep. notices that she has a tail, but blames it on being sleepy. <laughs> she didn't get. So a, this that is was not really a pr- dumb. A, <laughs> yeah. He's not twelve. No. B, he's a bad father. Uh, C. I don't trust a person who sees a tail on their child <laughs> to then care for animals. 
I believe he has shot many a horse that is fine. <laughs> I think this guy is a completely incompetent doctor, and I hate him and hope he dies too. I'm actually going to make an argument that justifies everything that ever happened in the series. It is poorly written. In the first book, I'm, I'm are you regretting eating those phrases? <laughs> struggle to choke them down. Uh, would you like some? No. <laughs> Pick the worst, least shareable yeah, I have food a couple ever. More. <laughs> <laughs> Julian loves them. No, um, yeah, shareable. but he also likes animals. This is your <laughs> The taste is in question. Um, oh, let's not talk over each other so my wife doesn't complain to me about it in editing. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> but when we're talking over each other and we like each other, it's so much more fun. That's true. Uh, no, so, that happened. Oh, oh, me and Julie oh. like each other. <laughs> uh, no, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I think there's an Elmist-based uh, weird time loop thing around. And you know the, who the Elmist is? Oh, we've bugged him about it. It's okay, the <laughs> I have no idea what that means. He's a godlike figure. I don't care. We've talked about the godlike figure, the one who's opposite, uh, literally uh, Sauron. But. So no, Bias no. and Cassie realize that both <laughs> I almost had a theory out. <laughs> I want to hear the theory. Well, no, because I, I don't know if you remember book one, because we actually, nope. we didn't love book one, um, largely because um, the storyline of the cop that clearly knows their animorphs, mm-hmm. who's a controller, and who literally drags Cassie in, dunks her head under water, and it's like, oh, they killed the cop, and he has no family, and now, like, yeah. he has a family, and it's like, all weird <laughs> and fucked up. But the cop does so many stupid things. I'm like, it's so weird. Like, it does feel like certain things happen in this barn that, like, you have that, like, cosmic, oh, it's okay, you're safe thing. And they later, ten books later, bring in a godlike figure that kind of presents that. And I'm not saying I agree with it. It is It is a uh, deus ex machina yes. of the highest caliber. It is a sign of bad writing. And an even bigger sign of bad writing is when you put the onus on your fans to come up with ornate, ridiculous conspiracy theories that then make your stuff readable and enjoyable. And as a comic book fan, <laughs> I know all about that. Because I've looked at some like X-Men stuff and be like, oh, you know what, if this is what they really meant and they just weren't saying it, then I'm a fan. And then like later I have to look back and go, oh, which means I hate what they said. <laughs> now, Tobias and who's a what's it? I don't care. Lost, uh, oh sorry, they've both been having identical dreams of a lost voice calling to them from the sea. whoop de doo So there's some more Tolkien stuff being ripped off about I need, I need being in the far west. You got a question. Cassie, when you, uh, yes. uh, 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 Chelsea, sorry. No, sorry, my <laughs> wife is not a character in your stupid books. <laughs> when you were typing out your notes for this, yes. and this ties very deeply into this one beat, did it always autocorrect her to Lassie too for you? Not for me. Because every time I typed it in, it went huh. from Cassie to Lassie. <laughs> and this is because you write so much on your Lassie blog. <laughs> well, every, every time I typed Andalite, it would autocorrect to Andante. Yes, me too, me too. There's, there's another interesting thing for you, though. As a kid growing up, I hated Lassie. Hated the show. I love dogs, but Lassie as a show, just... It was... I liked Superman, didn't like Lassie. You can only have one black and white show about people getting themselves into ridiculously easy to resolve trouble that is then promptly resolved by a hero. Exactly. What about Twilight Zone? So, so, so here, here's my point. This is the lassiest thing that could ever happen. Yeah. Oh, oh, Axe fell down a well. The ocean. <laughs> fell all the way down the ocean. Oh, the biggest well there is. <laughs> okay, so yeah, a piece of wreckage from an Andalite ship has washed up on the beach. There's an exclamation mark. 
The Animorphs go to the beach and investigate. Somebody sees them and shoots them? Yep. Shoots at them, yeah. Not, yeah. No, no, it says shoots oh, them. Oh, well, I meant shoots so at them. So they've been them. murdered and they're dead. <laughs> Not with a Dracon beam That's or other jerk technology. Zerk. Zerk technology, but a damn shotgun. Yeah, they're just um, getting shot at with regular earth bullets. Are they trespassing illegally? They're on the beach. I mean, they're on the beach. It's public property. Beaches aren't all public property. Many people own their own beaches. And if you own beachfront property and own that beach, Castle's Law allows you to open fire onto trespassers as long as signs are posted. I don't know if that's actually true. Graham, <laughs> Beckett, why don't you tell me? You're a lawyer. I'm name-dropping as many people as I can need, for this hey, Graham, podcast. We Rachel's need to get 45 people to listen to the show. Oh, Graham's mustache <laughs> is a better lawyer than I'll ever oh, yeah. be. That's the way it is. Love they yeah. morph into fish so they can hide in the ocean. The only fish morph they have is... I was just about to say this. No, I no. volunteered in an aquarium. They morph into fish to the freshwater fish. The ocean salt water. It's a very painful scene. Bullshit. They're dead in five minutes. I, I agree. They're only... That is not possible. But they because... got out in less than five minutes. Yeah, they were only They, they were for morphed like... for like less than a minute. Yeah, but just even that minute alone was extremely painful. We'll see about that. I will okay. actually read that segment just to go <laughs> off of pure merit alone because I, like I said, I used to volunteer at an aquarium, uh, well, Tropical Fish Store, but it was, uh... <laughs> which, which, a Tropical Fish Store... <laughs> that didn't do much business is an aquarium. That's a good point. That's a, tro- a, a tropical fish store that not a lot of people shop at that's, is an aquarium. That's still the biggest oversell of. of <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you've only been to like the Aquarium of the Pacific and Shed Aquarium in Chicago, yes. If you've been to a lot of smaller city aquariums, that's fair. They are tropical fish stores that you're not allowed to shop at. <laughs> can, can I get this? It is like saying you ate a cheeseburger means you worked at a slaughterhouse. <laughs> No, 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 no. No, that's, no, it's like saying you worked at a McDonald's means you worked at a slaughterhouse. I disagree with that, too. <laughs> I'm just trying to... I don't know. Oh, no, you're all's metaphors are flawed. Metaphor. <laughs> a good metaphor would just be, let's point out the differences between a tropical fish store and an aquarium. And when I say aquarium, I meant a facility surrounded by tanks of fish. That's true. If you could walk in and look at the fish and not have to buy a fish, I, I consider that an aquarium. So, there. That being said, I had to feed the. Was there information on all the like little yeah. plaques? I think I think you need. I think you I need. I mean, a lot of fish stores <laughs> have those because well, you got to know what you're that's buying. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so their names were on there, but they okay. didn't like they didn't have them the name in Latin. So. Yeah. Uh, did did you did you get to win them if you like threw a ball? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe hold on, hold on, there. That, that's a carnival. Yeah, that's, <laughs> we're going in a whole other direction. Uh, that being said, uh, let's get a couple of things out real quick. One, uh, because I remembered one of the tropes I have to do on the show is yell about how something generic uh, and stupid and easy to come up with is probably always something that then happens. They do something with piranhas in these stupid books, I'm sure. Uh, I think in book 11, they, like, mention piranhas because they're in the rainforest. Yeah, they're in the jungle. Yeah, Yeah. no, and so they're sort of like, oh, we gotta be worried about these piranhas. You know that piranhas are fucking terrified of people, and I've stuck my arm into a tank full of piranhas (laughs) and watched them all... But would a bunch of twelve-year-olds know that? Why are they in the jungle? They should be <laughs> they dead. Because of a stereo rip. rip. <laughs> That's not a good reason. It sounds like That's a, a stereo. Stereos, coconuts. Oh, if we could ever co- get a stereo, something. Oh, <laughs> you just the equivalent of what just happened there. It's like why are they in the jungle? And what I heard from you is because of the. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Long story short. Someone say too late. Too late. Thank you. Uh, I would feed 
feeder goldfish to the predatory saltwater fish, mm-hmm. and we had one uh, scorpion rockfish, which Ooh. are infamous for being like a rock and not moving and being ambush predators, which meant you had to herd the goldfish to them because otherwise it wouldn't break its cover because it thought it had to hunt because it's in a fish tank and it's stupid and it's a fucking fish. Uh, and Oh, and then let's also eventually, we need to talk about how the brains of these animals can't have thoughts. I hate everything about this book. The thoughts come from Z I don't. I don't care. The fish uh, would die. If I couldn't yeah. get it to it and just then go belly up, and then of course the scorpion fish wouldn't eat it. But fun fact, let's just tell them to use an anecdote and show that I'm not just a horrible, grumpy person the whole time. At one point, the fish was going so close to it and the, it wasn't doing anything, so I was like, okay, I gotta help. And I was young at this time. I was a stupid, like, 13 year old, so I see how stupid these kids had you to You were working under the books? No. On the table? <laughs> yeah, no, I was volunteering. Oh. Uh, and so, yeah, I was free. Oh, um, so you were volunteering at a, at a fish He's store. He's still doing work. <laughs> Tropical fish. <laughs> uh, so, I with the little green safety net thing, I just gave the rockfish a little tap. That motherfucker didn't move and just fell on its side. <laughs> oh so they God. are committed to the bit. <laughs> That's something that us in the LA comedy scene can learn. Be as committed rockfish. as a scorpion rockfish. Scorpion rockfish is probably the name of an improv team somewhere. Certainly. Uh, can, can I just uh, jump no. in real quick? Because I think you're going to like this. No, because she wrote a lot, and I wanted to be gone by three, and it's 2.58 already. Though <laughs> <laughs> so the Animorphs decide... Oh. We're leaving that in the recording. <laughs> the Animorphs decide the best idea is to morph dolphins, because, thank God, Cassie's land-based farm with a barn they, has dolphins they, available. They work at a zoo. Her parents like Her other parent works at yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about how much I hate Cassie, then? Cassie's a, my favorite. Cassie's a great character. Yeah. This is an important book for her. Can, can I, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to Cassie is a relative Mary Sue. <laughs> Cassie's like, hold on, I got an uncle who works with bank safes and he can teach us how to break open the vault. Hold on. Oh, sorry, that's not anamorphy enough. I have an uncle who uh, breeds greyhounds so we can learn to run really fast. Can I, can I, uh... Say your stupid point. With this book... I'm closer to on your side than any other book. <laughs> this book was not my favorite. I'm, I'm glad I let you say that. <laughs> we're not going to let you uh, put more context yeah. in it, though, and we're just going to go with but, that. But, I mean, I'm, no, I'm no, no more context. The animals <laughs> decide the best idea is to morph dolphins and investigate the undersea wreckage. Cassie's a bit apprehensive because she's bothered by the ideas of dolphins being sentient. Yeah, Cassie is a flawed oh, character. stupid, and I hate this <laughs> she, story. She, she and reminds K-A, me so much of me whenever I was like... You know, a young Don't preteen. say that because I want to love you as my wife and well, I hate you when you say things like that. <laughs> I went through character development and realized that a lot of my uh, ethical questions were kind of un- not unnecessary, but faulty. But this was a legitimate ethical question for the Animorphs. See, because I don't know because it's not like they're taking over a live dolphin. Well, they, like, they, well, I, I thought it was interesting because I totally forgot mm-hmm. about this part, but she, Cassie was essentially like, oh, like, we're sort of like the Yerks are taking over people's brains and controlling them, and we're not taking over this animal that we're acquiring the more from, but we're creating a new, exactly the same version of that animal and essentially taking them over. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. Yes. yes. When, when, to go back to X Men, because why in the hell not at this point? We were listening to a podcast on how bad those movies were uh, on the way over here. When Mystique turns into Senator Kelly. 
it's not a new Senator Kelly <laughs> that then has his own like ethical dilemma. It's Mystique in a Senator Kelly suit. These are people in dolphin suits. Are you are you saying that Animorphs then uh, exists in the same universe and with the same metaphysics as X Men? Yes, fiction. You took that metaphor. I want to throw another metaphor. And who here has seen the movie The Prestige? I'm not yes. sure that we Prestige. know what metaphors are, and also <laughs> I haven't. Okay, well, so you're going to try and spoil the entire movie for yes. me? Oh, why haven't you seen it? I'm sorry. You said that Hodor died. <laughs> yes, and. I was going to say, so you're going to try and spoil the whole movie for me here by talking about the stupid clone reveal, which I already had okay. it spoiled and ruined for me. <laughs> which, by the way... You didn't I, ask, Do is it spoiled for me? You asked had I seen it. Yes. Because um, <laughs> Now who's making assumptions, Julian? <laughs> Not so special of a guest are you now? So, so you guys do understand... You did. understand the, uh, the angle I'm coming at with that, which is he's creating a new thing, but it's still a new sentient being that is that same thing. No, yes. no, no. Cloning and anamorphine are completely, absolutely different. Cloning is a really interesting sci-fi ethical concept <laughs> with, you have different constructs. Let's get into the whole debate of, oh, Which, you go to sleep and if you wake up in the morning and you're a new person, but you have all the memories of the old person, does that negate the life that the previous person lived? There's all sorts of horrible, terrifying questions that we can get into, and we are not doing that because <laughs> all of that is way so much far above when, the Animorphs level. No, no, put, your, put your hand down from your mouth because I'm cutting you off. And she we gotta she brings up that. That's exactly what, what this book is about, yeah. though. But yeah. she does, <laughs> it, what you're but she does it poorly because she's not smart and a bad writer. Yes, <laughs> K.A. Applegate is a terrible writer. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll listen to you more. I'll listen to you more. They're hugging! <laughs> Yay! Okay, that's, see, see, that's a concession that these two don't want to make. <laughs> Uh, the Animorphs decided, uh, uh, wait, but no one, uh, Cassie is apprehensive because she's bothered by the idea of dolphins being sentient, which is a really poor attempt at an ethical question, and the writer sucks, but now that we've kind of talked, we see what she was going for, big swing and a miss, no one else cares, so they go to the zoo and acquire some of the dolphins they have there, because, yay, it's super easy for these 12-year-olds to go lay hands on animals, at least one of them. What? Like, they're, these are kids who have infinite, unlimited access, unsupervised to animals. I think one of they these kids... They were supervised. By someone named Eileen. Oh, snap. Because, yeah, they, they were Wait, like... so there is someone who works at the zoo who's like, like he's 12-year-old kid. Yeah, hey, well, you, well, they, you ever touch a dolphin? What they did is they volunteered to feed the dolphins, and when the, the dolphins oh, came yeah. up, they would yeah. pet them. Yeah, and that makes sense, too, for how they also then touched, like, lions. This is very oh. relatable to you, Jason. You worked at a fucking carnival. <laughs> <laughs> Tropical fish carnival. <laughs> All right. The dolphins are named after the cast of Friends because this is the 90s, and the author has no creativity in her body. They test out the dolphin morphs. Well, that was really harsh of you to write, Chelsea. What? <laughs> they test out the dolphin morphs while Tobias kept track of time because he can't morph because he's a hawk. So yeah. wait, but they, 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 they got him a watch at this point. Wait, like, he's got a little wait, watch around his. Brain. No, <laughs> yeah. no, or it's no, a digital timer. Because no, 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 <laughs> no. No. You broke Jason. No, I was I was in a food coma. I had a lot of Kentucky Fried Chicken before we started this Wearing podcast. A cheeseburger and fries shirt. I was super happy. I was chill. I was ready to give this a chance. And you put a watch on a hawk. <laughs> this is bad. This is decent comedy writing. 
Can we? Can but we, it's such bad drama writing. Can we double down and just have you read that passage from when they're on the bus to the gardens? Uh, just, just, the, just the highlighted line. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did some homework on the bus. Parentheses. Math. Gag. Yuck. End parentheses. <laughs> and listen to my Walkman. <laughs> The look of bewilderment on Jason's face right now. I'm glad at least the children are self-aware that they're incompetent. <laughs> I don't like long division. I'd rather be a tuna. All right. They're trapped. They morph to trap. I don't care. They test out the dolphin morphs while Tobias keeps track of time. <laughs> That's he can't even communicate with them. Yeah, thought speak. No one told me this was a thing! Oh! oh how is this now not speak? No, this is on Yeah, them. I guess that's never come up. Now Wait, that I think about it. No one told me ever! Okay. I just assumed, like, if it's a wolf, they're like, rah, 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 rah. No, 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 no. See, Going whatever. Going Scooby Doo. Whatever you're You all for? told me that uh, thought speak just seemed like a narrative way of getting the first person perspective to the audience reading the book. No, you no, no. never said they had telepathic well, links with each other. Better late than never. Makes Fucking no sense. Okay, okay. It has nothing it's to do with being technology. That has nothing to do with being an animal. See, it is literally. It's like whenever Superman just gets a new power because we can't come up with a way to use heat vision in this scenario. I uh, agreed, but this was the, the only the the two powers that come with being an animal. No, you quit more. reading. What happens is they start acting more later. <laughs> but but here's here's what you're gonna love the most is the thought speak is notated in the book within brackets. They, yeah, they show yeah. me that, oh, okay. and it's stupid. <laughs> okay, good. Which, by the way, are impossible to copy and paste when you're trying to do notes. Oh, yeah. Um, what? I, I did think that the, the the then telepathic communication she had with the Great One. The Great One... Oh, God, the we're going to... The Rock? <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Oh, no, we're, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, I copy... Not... The Rock is an Air Force! Would you yeah. be on board? <laughs> if The if Rock... The rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin showed up in these '90s based books. He's gonna give one hundred percent on board. There, well, it was book forty three where they need uh, they need to morph a wrestler, and it turns out Cassie's uncle is The Rock. And yeah. uh, see, the best part no, is, this is <laughs> the books are so bad. I believe you <laughs> because every, every time he does bring up something, we're like, oh yeah, no, book forty three actually yeah. is that's no no no. Uh, book forty four is the one with the buffalo, right? No, forty eight, forty eight. Yeah, it's 40-something. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is that a bit you two are doing? No. No! Okay, well, because that's so I'm quite stupid. impressed with your ability to name the books. <laughs> no, 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 I've read it's them literally, so I'm just like, times. let's come up with some really, and my word of the day for this always is contrived. Right. Let's come up with some really contrived scenario that if you could turn into animals, there's got to be a way to make use of. So it's here, let's throw it right now. At some point... They have to do tunneling so they become a mole. Yeah, and then being blind yeah. is interesting. Yep. See? Yep. I've never read these books. I didn't <laughs> know that. I didn't know research. But I knew that the uh, K.A. Applegate, yeah. she'd just be known as the queen of low-hanging fruit. <laughs> that <laughs> is all these books are. Yeah, and like which then is, is so disappointing. It's so <laughs> disappointing that the two of you who I respect as artists <laughs> and writers are going so gaga over this garbage. Here's the thing, though. I think this whole series and your attitude towards it can be perfectly summed up in the in the conversation about the duck we had earlier. Sure, is it is it all the most genius? No, they're for middle schoolers initially. But is it is it not cool to need to tunnel and be like, oh, we can get a morph? We have the entire animal kingdom at our fingertips that we can morph into. 
here's here's my counter to that. <laughs> if this would have been pre- if this cool. would have been made as a tabletop role playing game uh, set rule set a book, if she would have been like, I want to make some counter thing to D and D called Animorphs, where you and your friends have to encounter different animals, and that's your way of leveling up, and you can use these set powers and then play this game with your friends, and it's about whatever silly stories you want. Here's some really loose, low hanging fruit scenarios for you to use. Awesome idea. Okay. Incredible idea. They should do that. No, I'm still on a rant. Second, (laughs) but whenever you just make this into a decent children's book, I'll say a a readable children's book that clearly some people can get into, but they, the entire premise (laughs) of this podcast that they started with in episode one or zero or whatever is these books hold up today to (laughs) these two people as adults. Which is offensive to me. Book two is legit. Like if, if you put me. See, see, this is why I'm mad. See, you're still you're saying I'm I'm kind of old. I'm like I'm not on board with what you're saying, but I get it and I'm okay with it. There are great moments. There, there are great moments. There's great narratives. Yes, the age does show. For me, book two, when Rachel has to realize that her friend, her best friend's parents are both alien songs, all this, all this shit, and she has to sneak in to try, she can't save her friend, but she can, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, if, if you put me in a fucking meeting, and, like, I had the rights to that, I would pitch that as a great fucking horror movie with mm-hmm. the compassion itself. Cool, and then we've, we've done a whole episode on that, so we're not going to talk anymore about it, <laughs> we get that you like it, I just read more of this that made me even more angry, <laughs> and now I'm coming all to life now, and I'm getting to full, like, Lewis Black, Sam Kinison, just rage. <laughs> the Dolphin Morphs, I'm glad the phone turned off on me, because I was about to just go off. (laughs) The dolphin morphs are overwhelmingly happy, so they get distracted and play for like an hour. Uh Which means that instantaneously, they lose their own sentience to these aminals. That's what always happens. Yeah, the first time you morph something, you're not used to like overpowering the innate animal instinct. When they morph into ants, they almost die. Oh, the ant part was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the ant part was very yeah. fucked up. It was so fucked up. I hate these books. <laughs> I hate this concept. I hate the fact... This is... Uh, I keep getting into these debates with Harry Potter fans where I accidentally troll the hell out of them because I'm not trying to troll. I'm just asking questions. But I'm asking questions that I guess they don't want me to ask because as I try and understand that world and where, like, all the adults go who've been to these wizarding schools and why uh, the fate of... I hate anything where the fate of the universe is left to children because children are stupid, incompetent little jerks. But when you're a child, you want to hear stories about you and your friends saving the day. And you know what? Mm -hmm. If I was a child right now, I might be on a different side of this podcast, Uh but I'm an adult who hates children, (laughs) and I don't want to hear it, and I don't like it, and I don't enjoy it, and I don't give any room for it. (laughs) Have you read Harry Potter? Uh, I watched the first movie, and that was plenty for me. That's not. You're not allowed to sad. watch the oh, first movie. I'm sorry. Do you not, do you not know how ignorant hatred works? <laughs> <laughs> and I've talked with enough fans who have done nothing to pique my interest. And that's another thing. Uh, Hal Rudnick, I'm going to drop your name. Let's oh. let's get a big name in here. I don't think you're going to do this podcast. <laughs> uh, sorry, everyone else we've mentioned. <laughs> Apparently you weren't big. <laughs> yeah, Stereos is pretty big. Uh... <laughs> uh I can't remember who else we dropped, so I can make apologies. Eileen, Graham, oh. <laughs> Andrew Schrout. Graham, you're not big physically or otherwise, but you're a lawyer, so you're awesome. We were just going to, like, tag 18 fucking yeah. <laughs> None of them are going to listen to this podcast, except maybe Eileen, so, eh. yeah. Hey, Eileen, I hate that relationship, and I hope they both die. Um, 
Half right. <laughs> okay, uh, what was I saying? Who was it? Hal Rudnick. Uh, I'm not going to watch The Lobster. I don't care. Uh, the premise. I'm going to leave. The premise <laughs> is stupid, and you can't say that a great performance or something that means something to you. If if I don't like the idea, it is a waste of my time and money to go sit through it. If if it's something that I hear and I'm like, oh, this, I do not want to invest myself in this. I'm like, no, you have to watch it. That's just going to. Re- me to rage watching it. It's not going to be fair to the product. It's not going to be fair to me, and it's just a waste of everyone's time. I agree that there is a culture of forcing people to consume things mm-hmm. that needs to stop. Yeah. Uh, but I think that uh, it's, it's. I read the. I read. I read the full synopsis of the lobster. It sounds like absolute garbage to me. I hate it thematically. I hate the concepts uh, and narrative tools they're using. I don't want to watch it. I think the you don't have to watch it, but I don't think that reading the synopsis is a good way to. I think I think it's a good way to decide if you want to invest your money in it. If you're on the fence for certain movies, yes. For yeah. the Lobster, no. I feel like a trailer would be a better. Every totally. t- every time I hear about the Lobster, people are like, "By the way, it also does this. By the way, it also does this. By the way, you know how fucking violent it is." And I'm like, "What?" But I, no, I, I, well, huh? the, also let's can we talk about how terrible their marketing campaign was then? That like no one knew anything about it, and everyone it all has to be word of mouth. Well, that's kind of how Cloverfield was at first. Well, Cloverfield, Cloverfield was, was bad. I, I Cloverfield. Love Cloverfield. Cloverfield was a great. Actually, Cloverfield was a great viral marketing campaign. Yeah. But as a movie, it was garbage and had some like serious, champ. serious problems. Oh yeah, let's let's talk about a monster that's several stories high that can sneak up on three people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I don't care if that's a trope of horror. That's lazy, bad writing. Which brings us back to animorphs. <laughs> oh. Then a shark shows up, <laughs> <laughs> and it starts attacking a whale. Yeah, there's a whale there. The, the sharks ha- the sharks were away attacking a whale, and uh-huh. the dolphins what, heard them. What type of shark? Oh. What type of whale? Oh. You know why? They call it a great one. Because she knows <laughs> nothing, and I... And, oh, God. When you were talking about... She did all that research about birds. I hate... And, well, I mean... I would watch an Animal Planet that. show just about what's wrong with these books. <laughs> um... Morph busters. For some reason, the Animorphs <laughs> decide to scare off the shark to save the whale. It's implied because the dolphin brains are protective of the whale. Shark shows up, and it's... Oh, we already read that. It's, they survive, but Marco's tail is basically ripped off, and he's bleeding out. When you morph, demorph, all your injuries are healed, which is very convenient. Unfortunately, they're in the ocean, and... We uh, had the DNA talk last time. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're in the ocean, and Marco can't swim. Yeah. This actually was one of my problems with the book, but I think it might play into something that you actually do like. Because the tone of this book, reading it for me, felt very much like a Marvel film. Uh-oh. In that, and like... Careful, choose your next words. Well, no. Very wisely. I find that the Marvel films that I've seen, and I've seen most of them, um... what, What their stories generally involve are, here's your lead, here's the person who's the title of it, but here's the 1A of it, which is like in uh, Winter Soldier, it was Captain America and uh, the Black Widow. Um, in you know, uh, uh, Civil War, it was Captain America and Iron Man as like the 1 and 1A. And in this story, 
And it felt a little weirdly forced to me, which I was, I was talking to Chelsea about this last night. I think she disagrees, but for me, it was, it was a different type of storytelling that I wasn't sure was totally effective, where this is Cassie's story, but it is very much a prequel for Marco's story, which is next. And it felt like that was wedged in a little bit for me, as opposed to telling it organically, where they do drop the, Marco's dad is sad. By the way, you remember Marco's mom died. Marco can't swim because of Marco's... Like, this could all be in his story, but it feels like that weird, like, connecting prequel-y thing. I owe Rice Krispies. (laughs) Uh. Uh, So right now we are in the basement of my mother's home, and it is just filled with snack food. It is delicious down here. (laughs) So the podcast is going to get more unprofessional. (laughs) More? Um... It's uh, they survive much. There's a warp tour DVD up there. Yes. Uh, Why is there a DVD of warp tour? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll Mar- tell you off there. <laughs> Marco tries to hold on to the other animorphs to stay afloat, but still almost drowns. You're gonna love this part. The whale saves. <laughs> what was that? <clears throat> the whale, the unknown whale. They probably say what type of whale it is, and I just don't remember. <laughs> it's a bird one. What? It's a great one. Yeah, she keeps calling it a great one. Well, gray whale is an actual thing, no, so no. I thought you said gray. No. No. The dolphins in their brain, they're like, oh, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Only Cassie actually has the has a... No, we're about, to, look, we're, about, let, we're about to get to this stupid thing, and let's oh, hope that yeah. she read, wrote it poorly so I can laugh at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whale also communicates in a way that Cassie kind of understands, and I quote... We're going to make a rule of how many quotes you can put in future ones of these. There's only two. I know, that's too many. (laughs) The whale called me to him. Listen, little one, he commanded in a silent voice that seemed to fill the universe. I listened. I listened to his wordless voice in my head. I felt like it went on forever. Yep. Talking to a whale. That's some, that's, I mean, move over bard. That's (laughs) some great ragging right there. (laughs) She realizes they can use the information from... Whale to track down the Andalite ship under the ocean. Uh-huh. So, speaking of reasons I didn't like the first Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, in this case, it was the movie, but, and, and my understanding is the movie was somewhat crippled because they tried to contain a massive amount of book into mm-hmm. an hour-long, or hour-30-minute movie. <laughs> Scooby-Doo logic is another big problem I have with children's mm-hmm. books in particular. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get a non-organic clue that instantly leads to a reveal that is in no way earned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what this feels like. They're talking well. And yeah. that was something that happened like three times in the Harry Potter movie, and that was something that made me so mad. It was literally at one point they're like, hold on, this book is in the wrong shelf. <laughs> Two buildings over, there must be a trap door. And I'm like... It's like those really like convoluted logic puzzles. It's like a stupid person trying to write for Sherlock Holmes. And it's like, uh, it's they did a... They did, what was it? Uh, who's his face? Pete Holmes mm-hmm. did a really good Sherlock Holmes bit about it. Where he's like, I'm going to deduce all these things. And then Watson's just like, no. That's, <laughs> that's just a random guess. Here's what actually happened. Yeah, that could have happened based off this. But no, that your, your deductive reasoning is horribly inaccurate. <laughs> Which deductive reasoning is horribly inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, deductive reasoning? He did it because it's his name. Holmes! Okay, so moving right along. I got it. It took me a second, but I got it. 
I think it's like you said, Pete, my mind went to Pete Davidson. Their plan is to morph seagulls, fly out to the shipping channel, land on a ship that's going in that general direction, morph to human, and then when they get close enough, they jump off the boat, morph to dolphin, and swim to the wreckage. I mean, it's a flawless plan. I can't see Followed up by the plan works. <laughs> <laughs> they find the ship under the ocean. They go inside and meet an Andalite. Yeah, Not yes. just any Andalite. That's the Andalite is named... Axamili is Garouth Isthil. You know who else was bad at naming things? Lovecraft. Lovecraft oh. may have. Oh, 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 oh. No, no, no. <laughs> I, think, I think I know where you're going with this. Lovecraft. I think I know where you're going Lovecraft. With this. A brilliant curator of words. Unless it's a dialogue. A terrible person at coming mm-hmm. up with names and a fucking asshole whose racism alone yep. should strike We're everything that he's thing. ever done from the genre, at least to the point where it should not be called Lovecraftian <coughs> horror. It mm. should be called, like, Arkham horror, or some other horror. That Cosmic ref- horror, that ref- I've heard it called. Yeah, something that refers I, to his legacy, but not the horrible hate he spewed, that he has a poem called On the <coughs> Creation of the N-word. Yep. Okay, you're and talking something different than I have. <laughs> something worse. <laughs> worse than a poem about how apes turned into black people, and he thinks it's a shame. He wrote that. Uh-huh. He is a horrible, horrible human being. I hate Lovecraft mm-hmm. as a person. I respect some of the writing he's done, but to the point where my hatred for him is so strong, I will never buy anything he's done or read those books. That seems I, like a tenuous I, way to yeah. shit on this name, though. Uh, I, I, no, I, no, that was just... This, <laughs> that, that was actually... I'll say this... Those my hatred of my hatred of that scenario is worse than my hatred of animorphs, <laughs> and that was just a transitional thing. Here's a, there's an excerpt from a story called "The Rats and the Wolves." Oh God, he oh, would. Yeah, that's, he would the, that's the name of his cat. He named a cat. Yep. Yeah, yeah. N word man. Yeah. Yep. But, that's, uh, he's su- such a brilliant mind, such a horrible person, and also kind of fuck him as a writer too. Yeah. Because it he doesn't have to be Joseph Conrad to scare people. Fucking Heart of Darkness is one of the greatest stories of all time. It needs to be as dense as it does. Lovecraft shit does not need to be yeah. fucking so compacted with fucking words. He like the stories he tells and the visions he creates. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just fucking create the visions. Don't fucking yeah. Joseph Conrad. Also, also for all those words to still not be able to describe a lot of your horrors is at that point lazy. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, I, mean, I want to dedicate twenty pages to describing this elder god, but by the way, he's indescribable. Yeah. The, you're wasting my time. Gravity is good, especially in sci-fi. Cthulhu is probably my favorite fictional monster, though. I will, I will say that. So, anyways, we got through all that. Cthulhu's not in the ocean. Yeah, Instead, it's really bad name. Guy. Ex-a-million now, weren't you on the last episode uh, <laughs> shitting on the fact that the names were too close to human names? Which J J Jarahemi Jarahemi yeah 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 so, so what's wrong so, with this one? Here's here's what I say. I appreciate the effort, <laughs> but just because you swing the bat as hard as you can doesn't mean you get a home run. <laughs> okay, so, so tell the, me why I don't get a home run <laughs> because. Aximili Esgaroth Istil. Aximili Esgaroth Istil. All right, you know what? If it was an orc or maybe a Rohirrim, I'd buy it a bit more because this sounds like some like fantasy warrior thing. That's what well, it and calls the way to mind. Warriors, yeah, in a way, fantasy warrior thing. Fantasy being the operative word there. Science. It doesn't read science fiction to me. Yeah. The only thing with science fiction about it is are there X's and Z's in there? 
There's X's. Because yeah. that's the rule of science exactly. fiction. You yeah. have to have X's and Z's in your names. Because mm-hmm. it makes a cool sound. Yeah. Like, duck. <laughs> I like the way she names things. It's too... I think yeah. it's one of the things she does the best. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do, you, how do you pronounce... Is it Hork, Hork-Bajir, Hork-Bazar? Like, I say Hork-Bajir. I also say Yerk. Which I, re- I said Yerk at first when I was reading them, but then somebody pointed out that there were two E's. Yeah, for me it's Yerk as well. Yeah. Yerk's I don't think right. she knows that there's two E's there. <laughs> um, I, and I, I always pronounce it Hork Bar, like as if the J was silent. Oh. I always did Hork by G. Anyway, yeah. he's happy they're there to rescue him because he doesn't know that these are a bunch of 12-year-old morons. And he's like, yeah, you're going to save me because I'm so incompetent 12-year-olds are going to save me. You know, well, but he is incompetent. Because Andalites are big on hierarchies and authority figures? Because he's, he's a, a kid. He's, he's a, too is the child. He's like an Alien intern. He's in, he's in the dome. Sh- oh, the- here's a way to make me hate this. Jason is leaning so the, far back in his chair. The Andalites and the Yurks were mm-hmm. doing battle in Earth's orbit, which seems a little too close probably for anyone to not notice. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the Andalite dome ships uh, work. There's there's the terrarium on top, which is just they bring their, their you know, place I used to work in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like the battle, the the the, the bridge of the ship underneath, and they, they, they here is another hole that on the ship for some reason Axe was there, yeah, uh, but he was the only one who was too young for battle. That's why I so don't like this name. Entire... That's why I don't like this name. It's because it's a fucking contrived name to give him the nickname Axe. You know why he was the only one there? Why I forget. I I, I have not read these books in years. Who's his brother? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm oh, guessing Hook. Yeah. So he was or Shield. He was literally fire hose. He's a sh- the, a- the the alien version of a shitty twelve year old who was dragged on via nepotism, <laughs> and who had no purpose and no skills. It was just a, oh, just go hang out in the back and like file shit. Stay These books way. are making me realize why it's good that movies don't follow the C and D characters that I wish they would <laughs> because <laughs> their lives are uninteresting and they're stupid. Yeah. But yeah, Andalites are big on hierarchies and authority figures. Axe wants to know who their prince is. They decide it's Jake. He's their leader. Axe prince calls him Jake. Prince Jake for the rest of the series. <laughs> if they're big on That's hierarchies, hilarious. and if he wants to know who the... First off, if they're big on hierarchies, why the fuck does he want to know who the prince is and not who the fucking king is? Well, um, that's because they're, 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 they're prince, prince is like a... Sort of like a term... Oh, in their culture, soldiers. prince is above king. They no, war prince is above prince. Yeah. And, and like fact, war prince. Why do you use the word prince if you don't use the word king? This is bad writing and... It's a different alien culture. Also, no, I no, think- no, 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 you can't do that because it's deus ex machina bullshit of saying, no, no, she has reasons, she just didn't put them in the book. You have to put them in the book or they don't count. So why don't they call them kings? It's bad writing because the only answer you can go to is that when she wrote it, she's like, you know what, I don't like the word king, I like the word prince. Where are we? The stupid thing is going. Oh, we were talking about uh, the prince. And, yeah. Prince. Prince. Don't call me prince. Yeah. <laughs> the, That's the Admorphs drinking game sold. for 12-year-olds. The Zerks show up. Zerks. So The Zerks show up, so they realize they have to morph ASAP. Axe mentions that he stunned and acquired some under... Because there is some... Oh, yeah. Contrived. 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 <laughs> Let's not find out a way to creatively solve this problem in the moment. Let me just mention that I already have a solution. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. It's a, not a good solution. Everyone's like, okay, cool, but it's a shark, so they're all uncomfortable. I would say that in terms of, I mean, this this book is extremely well written to build to you 
hating it the most. Because what's <laughs> going to happen? That, 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 was a, that was an M. Night Shyamalan of <laughs> turn there. Because I was about to yell. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. Oh, but it turns out it's the sharks. They're all a little uncomfortable. So clearly they have no faith. Taxons are fast swimmers. I don't know what a taxon is. Oh, those are the big, gross caterpillar things that eat everything. Here, here was what, the, I, I enjoyed this little uh, thing because yeah. the Andalite was like, which of the creatures does does the Yurks have? Do the Yurks have here down on Earth? And they're like, oh, it's just like Yurks and Horkbajir. Uh And then None of this means anything to me. They've so got a so really bad the Yurks are the slugs things. that go into mines. Horkbajir are these these just tall, just like battle creatures that are just covered in blades, essentially. They're uh, literally built just to mm-hmm. cut trees open. And uh, yeah, they're they're a very peaceful species, but yeah. with the Yurk infestation, they become. Battlebots, essentially. Uh, and so the Andalite's like, oh, that's cool. Okay, neither of those are good in water. And they're like, oh, yeah, they've also got taxon also, but taxon are these weird, like, just sort of, like, clunky centipede things. And he was like, oh, shit, taxon? And then you see the taxon come into the uh, water. And then Marco says, those slugs can swim? <laughs> Did, wait, wait, what? I wrote it down, actually. I think he says, those dirty slugs can that's swim? That's racist. <laughs> it's, it's probably as... Well, oh, oh, no, no. Those nasty worms can swim? <laughs> That was a great sentence. I that loved it. Taxons are very fast swimmers, but it turns out they've got no defense at all. When Cassie rams one, she describes it as bursting like a chopped watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> so hold on. Hold There's on. There's a sledgehammer that hits. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> I think she, she referenced Gallagher. Right? <laughs> hold on. Like on my Gallagher VGs. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Cassie for me as a non-fan rage monster, mm-hmm. has pretty much solely up to this point been described as lovey McAnimal hearts. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then she goes right on the murder spree of a sentient creature and then describes it as being as fun as popping a watermelon. Well, That's mean, because she's a dolphin and dolphins find everything fun. I mean, to be Yeah, fair, so let's just make it clear, though, that she has now become a bloodlusting murderess. I mean, she's not like, whoa, burst watermelon, that's awesome. I think it's more of it's a gruesome... No, no, that's a pretty casual acceptance of murdering something after feeling guilty for creating a non-existent yeah. dolphin Cassie self. Is a bit in of the a context, it's pretty clear she doesn't want to battle. This yeah. is inconsistent, bad writing. No, no, it, it's incredibly consistent, and here's why. Cassie's a hypocrite. Because you also hated it when she killed the cop in book one. Yeah! She fucking murders more people. Yeah. I'm st- I That's why they kill the cop. Yeah. She's oh. a vegetarian too, if I remember right. Oh. No, no, she eats meat. She does. Oh, she does? Yeah, she ate oh, yeah, Jake. She- Gross. I think she just like, I remember her ordering a veggie burger at some point. Visor though. 3 morphs this huge squid thing covered with fish tail. Cthulhu. <laughs> Axe recognizes the creature as a mardurt. Mardrut? Mardrut is, again, is how I read bad. it. Bragging. Wait, what? Is that anything backwards? <laughs> it's turned up. It's, it's, it's a turd ram! <laughs> oh my okay. god! Okay, if all of her names are just immature sophomore jokes backwards, like oh Dick Monster backwards is some dude's name, I'm now kind of on board. <laughs> Actually, uh, if actually backwards she, is Dick Monster. If she wrote these books just to make fun of you fools, <laughs> now I'm on board. That's um, amazing. So yeah, the turd ram. Turd ram. The giant turd ram. Oh, I uh, make sure you click those links. Just go away. So, Axe recognizes the turd ram. They studied it in school, but he wasn't paying attention. Uh, here's here's pictures of the turd ram. 
I included some fan art so Jason could get a good picture of the creature in his head. There's a couple different interpretations because yeah, it's described very vaguely. Do they show up next time? Print them out because I don't don't want to load. (laughs) Oh well, there's one that looks kind of like that. Looks like a turd ram. Let me say, is that the one? Yeah, there's one that looks kind of just like a. Big. It looks like a, it's a heart or a radish. It's a yeah. heart <laughs> shooting water out its butt. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got three tubes in the back. Mm-hmm. Three I levels. completely did not remember. That, I mean, I remember them finding axe, but I couldn't. Re- I didn't remember the mm-hmm. turd ram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's it's the least. Ex- and this is another problem. Like with the, with the book that I had, which was this is the least exciting climax of any of the first yeah. four. Oh, it's yeah. just let's chase really slowly across the ocean for literally an hour. Now to go exactly against the that. <laughs> Visitor three chases after them and taunts them and threatens to eat yeah. them. He's way faster than them. With much better endurance, and it looks like this is the end for the Animorphs. First off, what's a Visitor 3? He's the main baddie. What's a Visitor 3? The, the Yerk? Oh, he uh, is an Andalite so, controller. So the only Andalite controller. What's a controller? Controller is uh, the term they use whenever a Yerk goes into somebody and controls their body. What's a troller? What's an Andalite? An Andalite is uh, the main warrior species. So the bad guys the are the jerk slugs. Yes. And they get into different things' brains, and that's how they become menacing, because really they're just... Yeah. Yes. No, I mean, that actually comes up later on. And that, and that comes up in, like, they find out from uh, before this, the uh, point that at we're at. At some point, does someone morph into a your of course. jerk yeah. thing and, and then take over some books. other person? Uh, it's one of my book favorite books. Book 19 and 29. Do you see how stupid it is? It's not stupid. That's, a, that's something cover. that you need I to do in the world of this book. 29 is not my favorite, but it's the gun on the wall. Yeah. At least. Okay, so it's Chekhov's Yerk. Yeah. Oh, jerk. Chekhov's jerk. Stop saying the right word. Because <laughs> it sounds so stupid, I forget which one's real. <laughs> we we do find out from, from Axe that they that what the Yurks actually do mm-hmm. is they go through and they just desolate whatever mm-hmm. planet they're on and keep only the uh, species they... The, the, that are hot. The smallest amount of species they need in order to like uh, go on. The, yeah, but yeah. just to sustain a barren, disgusting yeah. wasteland. And that's why Cassie that becomes really so enraged. Cassie. And is so, because, Goes on the murder spree. Yeah, because yeah, she loves much. animals so much and she's like thinking... And it's it, I, I wrote this sentence down because it was stupid, but it does inform what... Uh, it was... Uh, I had lived my entire life without feeling hatred. Up until this moment. <laughs> that can't be true. So, yeah, yeah, she's murdered before. <laughs> yeah. She's already murdered. She's either cold-blooded. She, she, she's like Hitman Monkey who feels no joy from their job. Uh, real quick, I'm going to say this. A new thing that I hate more than your all's love of this mm-hmm. is the fact that you all found people who take this seriously enough to take notes as they were. <laughs> that, that oh, you want to see the notes I took? No. I'm even knowing Chelsea was doing? Uh, I, do, I do want to say this because I think it's both cool and stupid, like what you were saying. Um, so... In book one, we learn that Jake is doing it because his brother was taken from him. Mm-hmm. Book two, we learn that Rachel's doing it because she can't stand the loss of humanity and her best friend. Mm-hmm. In book three, Tobias is a fucking bird. In <laughs> book four, Cassie, it's for nature and, and her love of the planet. And what I'm realizing as we go through this is this is the weirdest interpretation of the planeteers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like everyone's specific reason yeah. to do it. Think Mati fucks that monkey. Meh. I didn't really watch Captain Planet that much, which is weird because you'd think it'd be right up my. Uh, yeah, it probably. I think it is. Yeah. I think if you watched it, you'd like it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I remember watching a couple of episodes. The bad guys were so much more interesting yeah. than like the good guys, and so I was like, I mean, he's just dumping toxic waste. <laughs> First off, this seems like a bad business strategy. <laughs> as far as I can tell, you're not making a product. <laughs> you're just genuinely funneling money into this 
machine to make sludge and then pour it in real estate you've purchased. Yeah. I don't follow your goal. <laughs> Who was the main bad guy? Was there like was a several. corporation? There was, there was like the like... vermin guy. Uh, there was the big pork fatty guy who was always drooling. There was some lady who was poisonous. There, there was just all these different like, like pollution-themed villains. It was like a weekly thing. That and James Bond Jr. was another terrible... James Bond oh, Jr. God. Loved James Bond Jr. Never Although I'm sure it was awful. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those shows that you don't want to go back and watch. Uh, I, I do want to say this, because I think it... I, I, need, think I keep losing track. We need to keep okay. going. Cool. Well, th- th- this... I to me, this out. says that uh, K.A. Applegate... Well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> was, I want this over with. ...was pretty good. Um... Because this scene actually... Did, did you ever read the final book, Julie? No. I read the Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but reading a synopsis is not really a good way to form an opinion. Find the lobster is only, the only one. Well, For this, 100%. Oh, <laughs> For dude. animal-based things yeah. in general. Well, Remember what happens in the next book? Lobster? I, Lobster's I all theme. Pinchy! Pinchy! By the way, um, what was your problem with the lobster that when you were working at the carnival that sold fish... <laughs> Did you try and put a lobster in a little plastic bag after someone won it after getting dunked and the lobster cut its way I out? hope you realize you just used your point to make that joke and now we're going to keep going. And that joke has been sitting on me the Why? whole time. <laughs> uh, the whale from before comes back and he has a bunch of whale friends with whale him. Whale ex machina. Hold yeah. on. So you couldn't... This is... It's contagious. You're becoming dumber. Uh-huh. You couldn't have just written a pod... Well, because I don't know if they're you all had the to write kind of whale, whale friends. Whale friends is, I think, more in line with this book. It is. <laughs> it's all about the power of friendship and unity across species. That's the group of whales is called a pod. <laughs> and You're and a you pod. know who's taking over Earth? The pod people. <gasps> I hated the whales being in this. Whales should not have been in this book. I, and, and honestly, then they just I swam agree. back for five hundred <laughs> yeah. miles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they start beating the crap out of Visitor 3 until he retreats. Yeah, he just gives up. It's yeah. a very... It's a disappointing end. Also, oh, been a cool the fight. whole... Wait, uh, the, the, Cassie's whole arc is... Wait, hold on, I can see the end, so hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Wait, I, want, I want to hear what you like. Yeah, I'll let you say your point, but get it out. Uh, okay, Cassie's whole arc is that at the beginning, she makes she's the one who makes the decision that they need to morph into dolphins to go see what's up in the ocean, and sea Marco world? almost gets hit. Marco almost dies, and so she is like so worried about. T- she's trying to figure out if she like doesn't like being a leader, or if she like didn't take. Uh, she, she just like doesn't like taking responsibility for her actions, and the whole thing is like she comes up with the plan, this plan again, the the plan that they're doing right now, and then she's like, no, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want anyone to, to get hurt. And then what should happen is that Cassie. Like, there should be some moment of desperation, and then Cassie actually locks in, realizes what she needs to do, mm-hmm. makes the strong choice yeah. to actually take leadership again. Instead, these whales just come in yeah. and save everything. So that upset me. So uh, one reason I like <laughs> book 29 so much is because she does eventually have to step into that leadership. That's Spoiler yeah. Where they have to be eels going through to try and... I think I got that part. This is the one where Cassie does brain surgery. surgery They ride on the back of the whale. The whale knows exactly where they need to be dropped off. Of course he does, because the author... We're not on board with this. (laughs) Also, the author thinks it's convenient. Uh, I I would have been more troubled if the whale would have dropped them someplace not perfect. And they had to to creatively problem solve. Which Rachel book was that? Where she had to... No, 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 no. I see the end. I see... The oh, end. 16. Yes. The internet book. 
They, they, they morph into a computer book. They, <laughs> super book. Uh, super book. The anime about traveling through Bible stories with a toy robot who's sentient. Sounds awesome. Uh, they realize, let's do a super book podcast then. Anything better than this. Uh, they realize Axe needs a human form of some kind. Axe acquires Jake, Rachel, Cassie, and Marco and combines all their DNA and turns into an unsettling looking mix of all four of them. This is called a flawless maneuver, by the way, and it, they never use it for anything else. You could use it to create a liger. You could use it to create some sort of, like, bear-scorpion hybrid. Unless it has to be the same species. I don't know. You have but to be just, pretty good at yeah. to do it, right? But, I mean, you would think they always talk about Wait, how good Morpher Cassie is. Doesn't Axe do it at some point? Doesn't he make some other just sort of battle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But, I mean, like, well, I thought in battle, like, he made some sort of... I don't think so. But it's okay. implied that that's what Visitor 3 did for his human morph. Oh, uh, okay. Like, that's implied. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember what Visitor 3's human morph was. Well, then hold on, hold on. Let's talk about consistency. Okay. Let's give you a chance to win some points here, because as you mm-hmm. talked about, this might be more of a Chekhov's gun than a contrivance. But then, so clearly at some point we have to deal with the four wandering rogue personalities encroaching on Axe's normal personality. Huh. No, but that would have been... Oh, wow, no, sorry, that's too clever. So there's just a singing gun there that never gets picked up. Yeah. We just spent this whole fucking book establishing that if you morph into something, its natural state will come into your personality. And he takes four fucking people, and it does jack... Shit! Axe also has formal training, I assume. Because I couldn't remember. No, Axe can suck a dick. All right. I can't believe don't have mouths. I will say this. All four of them combined to really love it. No! No, no, no! No sick burn, bro! None of that shit! We're finishing this damn book! No, no, Hunter they, was speaking! No, I don't care! They decide the best place for Axe to live would be. Oh, 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 yeah! What was that about? Axe loves cinema. Yeah. Well, they, de- they decide the best place for Axe to live would be the woods behind Cassie's barn, because that's creepy. Yep. In the end, Cassie sneaks into the zoo after hours, morphs a dolphin, and goes swimming with the other dolphins. That's creepy! There's this is a bad book. This is a bad series. So what would you All of you should be ashamed of yourselves. I'm talking to the people in the room and the listeners. <laughs> uh, give me my Hal paper. Hal Rudnick, oh, Shroud, <laughs> Ram Beckett. Uh, oh, yeah. Hal Rudnick and lessers such a. <laughs> <laughs> so Jason, what a what letter grade would you give this? Remember when I gave one of them, like, uh, a C just so that an yeah. F would mean more? Yeah. An F doesn't mean enough. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just going to... I'm going to... No. I know, I'm not going to... I'm going to give it the true letter grade that this deserves. Uh-huh. I see. Incomplete? Incomplete. Oh, shit. Too much stuff was left out. Too much stuff was just thrown together. This does not even merit a genuine <laughs> ranking because it is garbage. No grade. Zero points. I sort of agree with that, but in the sense that when I got an IC... Uh, it would. I think it, it would always mean okay, you have to like you're going to get a letter grade docked, but you have to actually finish this, yeah. and then you still it still might be an A once you finish it and turn it in. Mm-hmm. I see with F as the highest possible <laughs> point you can get to. I I see what you just did there. Oh, but me no for series. I would I would give this one a C. Mm-hmm. Um, it does it. I this one. I mean. I, I like a lot of things that happen. I like a little bit of the rhetorical flourish. I love the fact that when they turn back and we're going to ram this fucking monster and kill ourselves if we have to, mm-hmm. just that we don't fucking lose. 
that's literally how the series ends. Mm-hmm. So to see that how they grow, spoilers. Like they, we, we've already talked about how Rachel. It's basically like Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but. Yeah, Actual spoilers. <laughs> Haven't watched Breaking Bad yet. Neither have I. <laughs> I've only seen season one. Of I just know apparently Danny Trejo's heads on a turtle or something. Oh, it, oh, and then oh, it's the best. <laughs> um, I think that's the moment when Breaking Bad becomes good. But but like the the idea that like sure there are flaws in the writing. There's also some great things in the storytelling. This is not my favorite storytelling, but I love the fact that literally the impulse for these kids is. The four books in, they're they're willing to say, you know what, we'll fucking kill ourselves to fucking take down the bad guy if we have to, and for that to literally be how the series ends five years later, I think that's really interesting foresight, and I think uh, I, I I'm I'm curious because I don't really remember a lot of what happened in book five, and I'm curious to see how book four and five kind of interrelate because it did have that same like Marvel MCU feel to it. Where the storyline. Bite your tongue. <laughs> no, no, what, I, 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 I'm, I'm calling it a technique. I'm not making the comparison by anything other than a tool that was used narratively to foreshadow what Book Five was going to be about. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to read Book Five because I haven't read it in a long time. Book Four was by far my least favorite so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd give it a B, B minus. I don't know, like. Part of it is probably just based on nostalgia, because Cassie was always my favorite character, because I saw a lot of my flaws in her, and I guess I still kind of do, because I can also be a bit of a uh, holier-than-thou hypocrite at times. And, uh, no, 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 no. No, you say it too, Julie. Yeah, yeah, we all got, <laughs> we gotta have a course. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, I remember I remember it being a lot better when I was a kid. Rereading it now, I, I'm like, oh man, this... uh. And what our special guests think? I don't know. What the, I mean, I haven't read any of the other books in a while. It, it was a, it was a pleasure to to get back nope. into them, even though there were some silly parts. Uh, but I will say uh, about uh, all of the shortcomings of the book. I think that uh, K. A. Applegate would probably uh, say the same thing that Marco said to Axe when Axe was having trouble walking without a tail for the first time. Mm-hmm. Don't look at me like I'm listening to you. I don't care. <laughs> We're a shaky species. Would you rank it? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a C. Uh, Hunter doesn't want me to do the next part. He wants me to just end the show, but I don't care. We're getting through this. Okay, fine. Animorphs we'll Word of the Day for Jason to make fun of, HKR. Oh, no, I just didn't delete that from the, the one two times ago. So what we're going to do... Oh, it's, do? A, it's a different word? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if you're going to be a complete dick about this, then I'm going <laughs> to be a complete dick back. We're going with the word <laughs> Rituals. Hold on, my job is to be a dick. <laughs> That's the reason I'm here. All right, so you're not don't, here to antagonize me back. He has to guess it, but then Julian. What's the word? Rituals. He, so you have. I know what the word rituals <laughs> means. What is in the world oh, of animal. Oh, uh, I, I, that's I, that's like the uh, all the all the. It's, Wait, what'd you say? It's, it's like, like an information. It's like a Wikipedia. This, this is the name of the Animorphs yeah. archive. I don't. I don't Called remember. To be honest, Hurak. I want to say it's like you your last erect. words. <laughs> oh no no no! That's what it was. That was. Um, it was Elfengor's. Like that's how he recorded the Andalite Chronicles. But but also oh, okay. that was um, the Hork-Bajir Chronicles. Yeah. That was her brain that they put into Cassidy. Right? Oh, was it? Yeah, Aldria. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Species names I don't hate as much. Uh, the the I'll say it right for the sake of this point. The Yurk thing and the pork badgers. <laughs> uh, those are fairly creative names that feel like they fit the genre. The character names I have not yet read one that I was like, oh, this feels like an alien name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chapman. 
<laughs> what? Their vice principal. His last Chapman. name is Chapman. I think no. his first name is like Hedrick or something. Hey, here's what's uh, here's what's making <laughs> yes. me so sad. I thought you said Javin, and I was like, that works for me. <laughs> but then Chapman, I'm like, no, it's no, no. I, well, so what's the word? The word is rituals. Rituals. Yeah. It's a ritual. <laughs> If it means anything other than a ceremony performed for a religious or mystical purpose, it is wrong. I mean, if I remember right, he's correct, isn't he? This is the Andalite thing? Yeah, yeah. that's basically yeah. what it is. Yeah. They're, they're, oh, they're, you they're, didn't they're, say they're, they're sort Because of, that's not a requirement. But it's essentially, it's their, what they call Baptism doesn't require Christianity. That's why things are called baptism through fire. Christianity through fire. Rituals are very important to the Andalites. They have small rituals, which mostly involve reciting prayer-like words at certain events. There is a mourning ritual, a ritual for children, a ritual for dying in battle, and for avenging one who has died that we have that we have seen as of yet. I always kind of liked it when they showed Axe doing the rituals. I thought it was neat. Yeah. They show it a couple times. And it's, it's Every cool. time we do this, I get more disappointed in you as a person. <laughs> Happy anniversary! <laughs> You're stuck with me legally! <laughs> uh, next time on Phantomorphs, blurb the next book, make fun of Jason. The next book is The Predator. It's our first Marco book. Oh wow, so it's about the Predator from <laughs> Aliens vs. Predator? Where Hunter got really mad at me for referencing before? <laughs> Because he said, oh, it's like the Predator from Aliens. And you were like, you couldn't say the Predator from Predator? And it's like, you <laughs> don't use a word in its definition. So I was using another word to give it contextual clues, and yeah, you were not having it there. It's like the I think because I had been making fun of something you love for a long time. All right, so that's uh, what we have to say about this stupid book, and I hate it, and I hate all of you. Stop listening <laughs> to this podcast. I'm Jason Wayne Christian at Salt's Pepper. Or follow my clown character, who's <laughs> kind of creepy and weird. At Hamburgers Clown on Twitter. Uh, how about our nice guest, Julian? Let's all give it up for him. Don't clap. <laughs> pitch your Can stuff. I put in that Jeb Bush clip? Please clap. Please clap. Pitch, pitch I'm, I'm Julian Stern. You can find all my stuff at Julian M. Stern on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and dot com, the internet. What's the M? Uh, uh, Michael. Oh, yeah. That's boring. Yeah. I'm Hunter, Hunter M. Oltman, but I have an interesting middle name. What is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Save it for another episode. Oh, man, <laughs> I'll never find out. We'll, we'll I'm save it for the listen. bonus. I'm episode. just kidding. I will. Uh, uh, hun- at Hunter M. Altman, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, I host a show at the Pack Theater starting in July. Hooray, hooray. Go sketch yourself. Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea Christian. My Twitter is at C-H-E-L-S-E-A underscore X-T-I-A-N. Um, you can see me at IO West the second Sunday of every month. Uh, I've got a sketch team called Jet Jaguar that I write for. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty good. All right, that's our show. Let's play a stupid song. Thank you, Julian, for joining us. I hate all of you. Thank you for having me. She took my heart and decimated it, berated it. My soul was strong, but now it's faded it. Oh, you're, you're still thinking about the Animorphs thing? No, that, yeah, that's fine. Let's get that, uh, let's get that out of the way. Yes, I'm an Animorph, it's dope as shit My battle morph is a panther and it's so legit I've killed seven taxon, two Hork-Bajir And I'll never let a yurt get into my ear The coolest morph that I acquired was a dinosaur But I was kinda sore because I cannot travel time no more So I lost it No, I've never met a Visser Can I talk about my girl now? For real, I miss her We met first on a Thursday I was thirsty from the moment I heard her say Hey Boo, 
can I change you for the better? I'm like, Jay, you better do whatever you got to get her. Cause she was clearly one of a kind. I was nearly out of my mind, just trying to stay on my grind. Impressing her turned into undressing her, turned into trying to erase anything that was stressing her. Uh, we did it all together. We had a ball together. We hit them all together. We morphed into caterpillars, got small together. Flirting through thoughts, speak while we would crawl together. Oh, yeah, she's an animorph also, but that's not relevant to my heartbreak at all. So I'ma keep on flowing about the breakup. If I answered all your questions, really think about how much time that would take. Ugh, fine, she's an animorph and I am too. Do we fuck as different animals? Of course we do. Well, of course we did. If you would listen to the kid, you'd know that me and the lady are fucking hitting the skids. I feel like I'm trapped in this body. I can't take it no more. No, I've never met Tobias, that dude who's trapped in a morph. But I'm tight with the others, Cassie, Marco, Rachel, and Jake. Those are my real friends. They would never be this fake. Look. I'ma give you one last chance to let me vent and try to get over this done romance But if you ask me any axe questions, I might just kick your ass into the last dimension The one that I was chillin' in when fillin' in for Toby, you know, the leader of the free hog Bajir Well now she owes me, cause she got injured, she got herself in a knee brace And asked if I would mind running this errand through Z-Space I mean it's fine cause I'm a nice guy, plus she's got a nice ride One of those Yerk made blade ships, those things can fucking fly Hold on, you did it again. Got me on an anima tangent, man. I thought we were friends, damn it. Fine, I'm over this shit. All out of anger. I'm heading back to Angel Grove because I'm also a Power Ranger. Ranger.